Walmart. Crafty Mama Mer, a podcast for all things crafting, mom life, and Miranda. My name is Miranda, and welcome to my podcast. I have a guest today, and they are going to be pulling up in about four minutes. I haven't seen this person in seven and a half years in person, so I'm going to go get him when he gets here, and we're going to have a little talk with Mr. T. Okay, just pulled in. Ah! Okay, I'm going to go get him. Testing, testing. Perfect, perfect. Okay, and also for this episode, are yeah. you still staying as Mr. T? Uh, it doesn't matter. Okay. Well, it's up to you, so I can either call you T or like... <laughs> yeah, you can call me You can call me Jordan. Okay, I can call you Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well... Or Big J. <laughs> okay, I, <laughs> do you still go by Big J? No, not really. I was going to say, I think I remember like you phased out of that yeah. as you went to college, right? Yeah. So, much. well, today I am here with Jordan. Um, or Mr. T, as previously mentioned, but we're, this is the first time I've seen you in seven and a half years, so this is, it has been a while. I have some questions, and we will just kind of go through them, and sure. this is going to be me kind of getting to know what you've been up to for the past seven and a half years, and then we'll go back into some of the stuff we talked about on the podcast. Sounds good to me. Okay, so you're living in Minneapolis now? Yep, right downtown. And do you think you'll stay in Minnesota? Uh, I mean, at least for the next th- two to three years, for sure. Is that how long your lease is, or just two to three years? <laughs> no, the, the lease is done soon, probably in the next couple months. We're, we're going to renew it, but okay, for sure the next three years. Cool. And you like living downtown? I love it. I couldn't imagine living not downtown. You're not, not going to go in your suburb era and go live no. out in the suburb? <laughs> I'll never have, I'll never have a suburb era. Okay. <laughs> my, my suburb era was in high school and in middle school, and it w- did not like it. Okay. Okay. Noted. So these are just going to be random and sporadic, because I have seen that you've been traveling a lot, and yeah. I, I love that. So what's the most underrated place you've traveled? Underrated? Well, I mean, when we went to Northern Italy, or when we went to Italy in general, I feel like a lot of people go to like Rome, or they go to... Venice, uh, great places. Uh, I didn't go to either of those. I went. We spent all our time in the northern part of Italy, in non-touristy area. We're up in the Dolomites. And so I would say anywhere near mountains in northern Italy is underrated. Best place to be. I have a question that's beach or mountains, and I think I could guess what your answer is. But beach or mountains? Mountains. Mountains. And so it looks like you've been getting into hiking a lot lately. Yeah. What made you get interested in hiking? Yeah, I mean, I think. It's just you know the first couple times you go somewhere and you you do that hike, but then you get to the end where you know obviously sometimes there's viewpoints along the way, but when you get to the end and you see pretty much what you've been you know working your butt off for, it's just rewarding. Yeah. And a lot of the places like we we don't go on a ton of super popular hikes. Like there's a couple we've been on, but we like the ones where it's like the views are you really got to work your butt off to get to. Yeah. Um, and it's been worth it every time. Have you done um Bean and Bear? Up uh, yeah, past we did Duluth. Um, I tried to do it last year with Meta and Maisie and yeah. Micah came with. Um, and we messed up and we went a mile off course, like from the start <laughs> oh at the beginning. So then when we got back on the trail, we were already like a mile and a half yeah. into hiking. And I wore, I carried Maisie on my backpack and Micah carried Meta. <laughs> and we got to the bear overlook and it was like, we were so exhausted yeah. and we were like, we got to turn back. And so it is on my bucket list and I was going to do it this year with my friend Jenna, but I'm like, I will do bean and bear with the girls. And I'm like dedicated to it. And it didn't end up happening this yeah. year, but um, I started getting into it a little bit last year and it was, it was fun to be able to take the girls with on a backpack and, yeah. and Maisie fell asleep the, <laughs> the half, the whole way down the hill. And she was like, her neck was cranked so bad. I was like, Sleep, yeah. don't do that i actually have enjoyed it and i do agree with you like 
the harder it is to get there, the better. Because there's not, also, there's not a lot of people up there, too. Yeah, um, literally. So you get to there, and you just get to have a moment, and you're like, okay, I made this. And yeah. I also know that you're big into your raves. Is that what you'd say, raves or EDM, you know, or what do you call or, them? I'm like, if I'm asking somebody, I'm like, hey, are you going to a show this weekend? Okay. Uh, I mean, you can call it a rave. Like, I don't, because, like... It seems like for some reason, like anybody who doesn't go to them, like there's a weird connotation, like, uh, like it, it's like the assumption that you're doing drugs there, yeah, and like that's not the case for me. So I, I don't even say raves to people. I just say, you know, I go to EDM shows, EDM concerts. Okay, okay. So what's the best EDM concert for a newbie to go to? First, <laughs> listen, listen to them on Spotify beforehand. Uh, <laughs> figure out some songs you like, and then it's tough. I mean, because there's so many people in the EDM genre. I mean, it, it's like so much more diverse than like rap you know you if you went to a rap show you'd have a pretty good understanding of what you're walking yourself into but if you were to just go to an edm show to any edm artist i mean you could be in for like a, a mystical magical journey or you could be headbanging so okay like do some research before you go they're usually relatively inexpensive compared to rap shows um but they're they're definitely fun and the crowd of people that's there is like just like real folk Cool, cool. So what's the weirdest thing you've ever worn to an EDM concert? Or what's like the most flashy thing? Because I feel yeah. like when people go to raves or EDM concerts, they're always like in fun outfits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody's in really fun outfits. I uh, I try to stay pretty low key, but like I, I've been wearing this big, this big black cloak to a lot of, <laughs> a lot of shows. Like my Taylor Swift cloak? <laughs> Similar, <laughs> but black, on, ominous. People think I'm like a, you know, a Sith Lord or something. Um, so that, that's what I, I find myself wearing that often because it's uh it's mysterious what would it take for you to move back to our hometown dang I feel like I would have to have some like I'd have to probably be mayor or something with uh, <laughs> with a cabinet of people who were very similar to myself yeah and I'd have to have uh, a lot of control maybe over the school district as well yeah <laughs> so not it, it wouldn't come lightly no <laughs> non-negotiable item that you bring with you when you travel I don't have anything like that. I mean, a camera now. Yep. I don't really go anywhere without the the camera that we got. I'm probably going to get a new one here soon. Cool. Um, that it gives me a little bit more flexibility, too. Is it oh. digital or film? Uh, we, we just bought a film camera. Okay. But the one I've been primarily using is a digital one. Sam's going to use the film camera. Cool. Did you know Nicole Tui? Uh, She's a few yeah, years yeah. younger, but... Yeah, I worked with her on some stuff for, uh, for the, uh, you know, against slash for the school district. Yeah, yeah. So shameless plug, um, she's grooving through life on Instagram, but her and I just did a photo shoot and she did film. So it's oh, just, dope. it's a different kind of experience because I'm used to my other friends who my like go-to photographers are the KNZ Photography or Ken Z Photography as I thought it or Culture Studios Co. So if you're looking for local Minnesotan photographers, go check out my friends. They're all linked on my Meet My Besties page on my website. So shameless plug there. But it's a fun experience doing film compared to digital yeah. because it's like you have 36 shots. Yeah. And so she's like, okay, I'm going to take it in three, two, one. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like you counting down makes me want to blink more. And yeah. I was like, okay, you can't, but that's fun. I'm sure you, I, I've enjoyed seeing like the photos and like this just scenery of yeah. the different areas you got. So now we're going to switch it over a little bit. I'm just going to ask you this and you can answer it however you want. What's my biggest red, yellow, and green flag? And when I say yellow flag, it's like a 50-50 split that some people would be like, that's awesome. And some people would say that's bad. Yeah. So if you had to think what my yellow, green, and red flag would be, what would you say? I would say green flag is just like, I can say that one right away because I know that one easy. It's just like your personality. Like so that's something that you can't like, it's not like something you could put in a bio. You would never put in your bio like, oh, 
I have a good personality. <laughs> so it's something you can only see after you like actually meet you. But like having known you, green flag definitely a personality. Yellow flag, y- you can control a room, and I think that's a yellow flag because I'm sure there's some people who just like are do not like that. They don't want to be a part of <laughs> that. You know, they want, always want control of the room type of deal. I mean, there's some people who like it, uh, and I think it's a cool attribute. Not a lot of people have it. Red flag. <laughs> I mean, for I can't think of one for myself, but like if other people hated uh, Taylor Swift, I mean, that would be a big red flag for, for yeah. a lot of people or anybody who might hate Travis Kelsey now. Like, <laughs> Do you? Okay, so you follow along with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift? Yeah, I've been seeing. I've been seeing what you know is out there publicly. Okay, because I have more questions later on about Travis Kelsey <laughs> for you, because we could uh, be uh, new heights as well. We yeah. can switch it over to the Kelsey Bros too, and have that vibe. I'm gonna put you on the spot because I have an idea for this podcast moving forward that I wanted to test it out on you. So thanks for, for sure. volunteering for being here. But a large majority of people date in their lives in some capacity. So I thought it would be fun to tie that into each episode, regardless of the topic of the episode. Do you have like a worst first date or a best first date or a memory of a date that you would want to share um i mean i i immediately can think of some some bad ones <laughs> uh uh you know i think back to to eighth grade i was with at, at a movie at elk river movie theater you know marcus theaters that got a lot of us um and i went with this girl and then afterwards her parents came to pick her up and like like 20 minutes later she's you know in the car with her parents i get a call from her dad saying you can never be with my daughter and he's like yelling at me and you know it was just but that was was, that was my first time making out it wasn't my first kiss Uh, obviously you know that happened at lions park but my first time making out was in that movie theater we swapped gum which i thought was like cool but now why would i do that (laughs) Um, how did her dad know that you did that he didn't know that we made out but like he knew that we were with each other because i you know he could see us through the door and i like kissed her by or whatnot and uh yeah oh my god that was wild Wait, so I was your first kiss too? Uh, you were my first kiss, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought you were my first kiss, but I didn't know I was your first kiss. Yeah, yeah, that was that was it. Noted. Over in Lions Park. Yep, noted. And I I purposely lost that race. I remember I remember you talking about who, <laughs> you didn't remember who won or lost. Like I purposely lost that race. It was like I don't want to mess this up. Like, I remember. I think that's how I remembered it too, but I didn't want to throw yeah. you under the bus. All right, so now we're gonna switch over. Do you have any notes or takeaways or rebuttals for the episode that you wanted to talk about right away? It would, <laughs> random, I mean, it's probably inappropriate, but it would have been a cute baby. <laughs> I know that's one thing that you said. I mean, it's tough. The episode, like, it really made you think back. Like, obviously, anything would. But to hear things that you remember, obviously, half of the things you remember were things that did to hurt you. So, like, you're obviously going to remember those things because we always remember the negative things more than the positive. It, it was hard to hear those things, but I think it's a sign of, like, where both of us have come from. I mean. Like I could reflect on on personal growth, so I just did so much so much bad stuff. Uh, it was really tough, um, and, I, and I'm frustrated with myself about that. But you know, at the same time, I'm glad that you had the opportunity to like reflect on that and like look back on it and not have like the same feelings. Like it sounded like you had, you know, you're obviously moved past things to a certain degree, um, and so like I'm I'm glad that you're able to be past those feelings i don't obviously i don't want you to experience those feelings any longer yeah and i would even say you said like you think about the negative more than the positive and maybe that's like more so my personality that i don't that i can look past things just so you know like when i look back at us i think about more good than bad because i could sit there and like 
go back and forth and be like, they did this or they did, but also like they made me so happy and they did this and that. So just so you know, I do think more about the positive than the negative. That's fair. Most so. people, most people don't. I mean, most people, the memories that are, re- are the things that we remember, like typically are like, we remember the things that hurt us more oftentimes than the sad things. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad that you're able to like, when you reflect on those memories, like you're thinking more about the positive things. Yeah. It just goes to show like your type of personality. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's a bad thing. It can be, I'm sure. <laughs> I know it can hurt. Yeah. But I don't know. I'd rather go through life, like giving people a chance than being scorned and like pissed yeah. off. So, For and sure. that's just me. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, uh, I wasn't, uh, one thing about the confession session, uh, you know, when you talked about like, uh, me being afraid to date you, it wasn't like I was afraid to date you. I was afraid. I think at that point, like I was afraid of like what I thought other people might think. And so, like, I was scared in that sense to to make any sort of, you know, attempt to actually ask you out to be my girlfriend at that time. And I regretted allowing those things, like, those thoughts to come into my head and stop me from doing something that I wanted. Um, So that's what I meant by it. Yeah. Yeah. I knew, I knew that, like, I think we had talked about it a few years after. And I was like, why would you say that? And you're (laughs) like, it wasn't because I didn't want to be with you. It was because I was afraid to, like, what, you know. I was yeah. afraid you were going to say no. I was afraid, blah, blah, blah. I, I knew that after, like, now growing up. But I just remember being so mad at you. I thought I was, I was, like, and I was just got done rollerblading at Meadowvale. And I'm, like, I'm going to go over to his house right now. And I'm going to let him know exactly how I feel. Yeah. And I was, like, everyone was, like, calm down, Miranda. Fair. fair. So. <laughs> no, I, I, that's probably smart of you. Was not smart of me. <laughs> um, I don't know what, I, I mean, I know what I was thinking with the whole confession session thing. But I don't know what I was thinking at the same yeah. time. Like, I was, I had purposely picked the school I went to, Augustine. I mean, I had a great visit there for football, but, like, I purposely picked that because it was the furthest school I had an offer away from Elk River. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted to move past, like, who I was, like, what I was known to be. Like, hated myself for a long time. But, um, so I took that first opportunity I could to just try to start start over and, like, do things the right way. Yeah, I think your uh, confession session was, like, your big, like, F you to Elk River, and you're like, and now I'm out of here, and I'm going to start over, and you're like, I'm going to burn these bridges down, and yeah. then you were like, I'm out of here, I'm going to say what I'm going to say, and then I'm gone, so. Yeah, not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> the entire thing with the TPing, I, you know, that was, like, a, I mean, obviously, when we were in, in, in high school, the, you had junior versus senior thing, which, obviously, you and I are in the same class. I know, so. I don't know why y'all were teaming up on me, sense. we're the same team here. Um, you know, so one of the parts about that, I, maybe, and this is just, like, I, I'm going to say this because it was, like, a, a, a maybe a, a realization I had for myself, but, like, when I thought, thought back to that, like, the first thing I tried to do was, like, hey, you didn't do, like, I didn't enact in some of the parts of what happened to your house that I considered to be the worst. But then I was like, but at the same time, I didn't stop anybody from doing that. I didn't say, hey, like, let's just TP the house. Let's not, you know, let's not write anything. And like, I mean, you're guilty by association. And so like, you know, even then I, you know, now looking back today, like I have even further recognition of like, it was the wrong thing to do. Um, It didn't make any sense. I don't know why we did it. (laughs) If it would have just been TPing, I could understand that. I mean, like, that it that was what it was a, a junior would have made more sense or somebody in a different grade but i can't even say it was just kids being kids because like it was to another level and like i i frustrated at myself for thinking the way i did but at the same time like i just got to do the right things in the future now to make sure that like i don't allow environments like that and you know if i ever come into a similar situation <laughs> i don't know just make sure i do the right thing in the future right That's and it's just do. you know it's it's mob mentality and 17 and or 18 running around and yeah. you know it's not kids will be kids but it is good yeah. to recognize that and 
you know, if you see something wrong, say something and you don't just have to sit there and watch it. But it it is what it is. I I hate the way you sometimes have to learn lessons in life. Like, you know, for not for you, I'm sure there's no lessons learned from you except for <laughs> like, I don't actually I can't think of one lesson that you would learn except for maybe screw screw these people. Like, <laughs> I don't want to really associate with anybody, but I I hate that I had to do something wrong and learn from it in this in the way of like your feelings and your emotions because like that hurt me and taught me like i don't want to cause that to anybody else ever again Mm -hmm. and it was embarrassing like even thinking about it after the fact so you know we've all been there we've all made mistakes and especially younger us versions of us we've made mistakes so are there any other notes you have otherwise i got some to run through too yeah uh i mean i have other notes but we'll 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 save them okay was there anything you thought i was gonna say on the episode that i didn't regarding us or like our story or me no i wouldn't say so i felt like i felt like everything everything was covered i felt like there were probably more good things that were said than i than i anticipated (laughs) uh new york was really fun uh i did have a great time there i didn't know if anything from that would be brought up i went back and looked at and i (laughs) i was looking at the photos and i remember i had talked about like being in front of that christmas tree with you yeah and i remember being so mad at you and then i went back last night and i was with josie and cassie and all them and I was like, they were like, what does he even look like? I'm like, I only have photos from 2012. Yeah. So here, but I was like, here are the photos of us. Um, and I looked and then I saw the photo again and I was like, oh, that's why I was so mad at you. Cause you smiled so bad in that photo. And I knew you were being a jerk about that photo. Yeah. And I was like, I just wanted this good photo and oh, you man. wouldn't stand up. And I was like, I <laughs> like, like I saw that photo and I'm like, well, th- clearly I held on to that for a second, but yeah, it was it was fun to look through. And I forgot how much we did when we were in New York. We got stuck in D.C. That was great. Yep, yep. I know. Well, and my bag, though, didn't make it to oh, D.C. Dang, so right. I was like, I think it was me and one other person. Yeah. We lost our bags. So I was on my PJs yeah. traveling on the plane. So I was wearing like these yellow Victoria's Secret pants walking through D.C. And I'm like, I feel so stupid right now. And we yeah. it was at night. So we couldn't stop and go to a store and get pants so i just i was looking at those photos last night or yeah last night too and i was like miranda what are you wearing and then i was like oh yeah that's right your luggage got lost that because we missed our plane and you took i mean that was another first you took me on my first flight i mean you were right there first flight ever first flight that too was, uh, that was exciting yeah yeah so yeah first first flight and it was my first time in new york city too yeah fun lots of firsts would you have considered me a swifty in high school a hundred percent, especially <laughs> after senior year at Pep Fest. <laughs> I know, I know. Taylor Swift and I are the same person, I feel like, on many levels. I believe it. Yeah, I think her and I would actually be really good friends if we met in, in real life. Probably. She seems like a chill, laid-back person. Mm-hmm. Not like a real person. Yeah. What's your lesson learned from my seven first dates as a single mom so far? Yeah, I mean, one, that you've been through a lot. Uh, you've ran through a lot of different experiences that, like, either people shouldn't have to go through or probably just like not worth going through. Um, but I would say like resilience, like o- overall, like you had to get through everything that you got through, but you also had to like keep moving forward because you can get through stuff and then, you know, not really do much with your life. Like you just let those things, you know, you succumb to those, uh, those moments or those experiences, which is fair to be honest. Like, you know, you can't look down on somebody who succumbs to, you know, different experiences in life because like some of them are really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to have the resilience to be at a place where you're accomplishing things that you want to accomplish. Yeah. You bought your old house. Just remember to keep keep moving forward. Know yeah. that things will work out. And like you can hear that in the way that you present yourself and you talk about your experiences. Yeah. It's been seven and a half years since we've seen each other in person. 
and I'm not sure when we're going to see each other again, but where do you see me in seven and a half years? And where do you see you in seven and a half years? Yeah, me, I'll start with me in seven and a half years because I already have like a great idea. Uh, <laughs> somewhere, somewhere by mountains, but I can still storm chase. Uh, that is a big part of my life too. Uh, I love storm chasing. So it, it has to be, uh, you know, uh, Colorado, unfortunately. I would love to be in like Seattle or Portland area or just anywhere in the Pacific Northwest, mm-hmm. but not a lot of storm chasing out there. And it's expensive. It's, I'd, I'd make money. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't be worried about that. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, where do I see you in seven years? Uh, I mean, I think continuing, continuing to build your platform. I feel like you're on like, you're on the up and up with like things that you want to do that you can do and be passionate about. And I feel like you're continuing to like take advantage of those opportunities and like learn different ways. I mean, you're crafty. So like crafty, like you're crafting your way through life almost right now, just like kind of picking up things here and there and and just going with it. And so I think that you'll be crafting somewhere, (laughs) some way in life uh, where you want to be like location wise. I mean, I don't know, maybe it is rural Minnesota, <laughs> but I hope, yeah. I hope wherever it is like that, you're happy um, and that you're still able to continue like spreading positivity and like your personality to everyone that you're around. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Where do you see Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey in seven and a half months? Seven and a half months. Interesting. Is that like, do you have like some DL that they're like one of like that she's pregnant? No. Or no. Well, I've, I've read some things that they said. They're going, they're seriously talking about marriage and seriously talking about kids. And Taylor Swift likes that Kelsey pursued her and wow. blah, blah, blah. And so, but sticking with seven and a half, because that's fair. Where, and so, what is it? What month is it? November? November. Mid June. So, mid summer next year. Where are Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift going to be? They, they, who knows? Like, they, at that point, they could be engaged at that point. I, you know, wouldn't see it past it. I feel like. You know, this is just a guess here, but I have to imagine that things were going on behind the scenes before she came to the first football game. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they didn't. no way. Yeah, he didn't just go to a concert. Well, but I don't know. I think that they weren't talking when he went to the concert. Okay. And so what Taylor has said, and those are with some air quotes, is that she likes that he pursued her so publicly. Yeah. And so... Like on any of my dating bios, I say, pull a Travis Kelsey, because <laughs> I'm like, I'm done. I'm done chasing yeah. people. I'm like, yeah, you guys can come. Like, look at what he did. He flew to Argentina for her concert. Seriously. I'm like, yeah, there's the dollar, like monetary amount there. But yeah, I think I think they've got something real, though. And I'm going to put that on the record right now that I do. So seven and a half months, I could I could double down and say, I bet they're in, like engaged or like something serious yeah. for sure. She already has, I mean, again, from outside looking in, her relationship with his family already looks pretty good. I know. My last official question I have written down was, what kind of questions do you have for me? Or what have you wanted to know about me in the past seven and a half years that you don't know? Because I got to like have a little time yeah. to get to know you and like hear some things. But yeah, yeah, I'm glad that I have time uh, to ask you questions about your life. Mm-hmm. How, I mean, how how is being a parent? I mean, compared to what you were anticipating, you know, obviously you've been a parent for a little bit now so um so i'm sure you've probably been asked that before but like you obviously had expectations or maybe anticipations before your first child you know where are things at now having had two kids and how does that differ from like what you expected i think my life changed drastically the day i quit drinking more than it did the day i became a parent to be honest because i quit drinking and then um i had meta i think four and a half four-ish years after i quit drinking but before leading up to that, I was nannying for my cousins and I would nanny their kids two days a week. And like, you know, those were my babies. And yeah. I 
youngest son is seven months older than Meta. And so like I was caring for a seven month old when I was almost like a, I watched their kids a week before I had Meta. Oh, okay. So like, yeah, it just I already had my babies. Like first I had my I had my nanny girls like when I nannied and then I had my little cousins that I watched and then I was a nanny again after college. And for me, like there was never really like this like big transition yeah. besides like this is biologically my child. Yeah. But I love being a mom and yeah. I've always wanted to be a mom. And it's just it's so fun. It's so fun also seeing their personalities be parts of me. Yeah. Meta is me to a T and it's scary. It, we were at my birthday party the last week and we were uh, making friendship bracelets. Yeah. And she gets up to the table, looks at everyone. And she goes, OK, everyone, now you have to listen to me. I have something to say. <laughs> and everyone's eyes got wide and just looked at me. And I'm like, I don't even want to hear you guys say it. I know what you're about to say. I was gone for a week in Arizona and she I woke her up in the morning and she looked at me. She goes, Mama, hold me forever. And I'm like, oh, Meta. Maisie, on the other hand, she's my monster Maisie. And she's like so strong like i've never met a stronger little yeah. child and um i opened the door and i said i looked at her and she looks at me hey i'm like hey and she, hey and that was her after a week of not seeing me but Maisie's starting to be a little cuddle bug so i do like that it's fun it's chaos yeah. um i don't <laughs> i get six nights a month that i get to sleep and so that's what this weekend is because they're with their dad <laughs> but i realized like okay I have to store up, stock up on all my sleep in those six days. And <laughs> that's what I do on my weekends. That's why I'm in my PJs right now, essentially. I love being a mom. And yeah. it's, been, it's been so fun. And especially now that they have these little personalities growing, too. Good. I mean, I, I feel like a lot of people I asked are like, oh, I mean, like, they're, they're great. I love them. But I mean, it's hard. And you didn't say a single, like, <laughs> negative thing about <laughs> being a parent. So, like, that's really cool. Kudos to you. Yeah. I'm glad that you still are passionate about being, like, a parent. That's yeah. cool. And it means so much on their lives. Yeah. Um, that's really awesome. I mean, there are bad days. Trust me. There are <laughs> days we go to the gym and like they won't put their shoes on. They won't put their coats on. One runs one way, the other. But I think that it can be chaotic. But like even the people at the gym, they help me. Like they yeah. know me because I go to the, you know, I, I'm there and they know the girls and you kind of just surround your, yourself with your village. And then it makes parenthood a lot easier. I'm with my parents right now. So yeah. I have a lot of help living with them. but. Even when I lived in Minneapolis, I always rented out rooms and I had people not, I didn't rent out rooms for them to be helpers, but like yeah. they paid their rent, they got their room, but then, you know, we would hang out and we would be like kind of a family unit. Anyway, I digress, but yeah, I do love being a mama and it's been, it's been really fun. Really cool. you, do you ever, um, do you ever get, get to do trips uh, on your own? Like, do you want to do trips on your own? <laughs> yeah. So I went to Arizona for a week and that was fun. Yeah. Going to Tennessee next year with a group of I, I think it's a group of 17 women. Oh, my goodness. I know two of them. And it's no celebration. There's no one getting married. It's not yeah. a bachelorette party. We're just going to Tennessee because we wanted to go to Tennessee. So we got this sweet Airbnb. Micah, Marcus, and I are going to go on a trip next year. Dang, that's fun. Um, but depending on what timing is, I was just talking to my friend who lives in Belfast, and she actually might move to Australia. So if she moves to Australia, we're going to go to Australia because then we'd have a free place yeah. to stay. But otherwise, I'm thinking maybe Thailand. Micah, Marcus, and I have never done a trip just like oh, siblings. No. So we were looking at Thailand. At least that's where I want to go because I really want to go to Thailand. See where we end up. Yeah. We've, we've all done Europe. Well, Micah's studying abroad in Czech Republic right now. Oh, wow. Marcus studied abroad in um, UK and I studied abroad in Spain. So we've yeah. all done Europe. And not to say we can't go back to Europe and do things, but I was like, I love Asian countries are just so yeah. fun. They're so polite. Like 
when I was in Japan, I was a celebrity. And I yeah. bet if I went back now, people would be like, Taylor Swift, Taylor <laughs> Swift. Like I, and I would eat it up. Like yeah. if anyone ever thought I was Taylor Swift, I would be like, Shh. just kidding, just kidding. But like, I would, I love, love Japan. I couldn't, the nicest people, the cleanest streets, the safest environment. Yeah. One night, Maggie and I were walking. We were like in Northern Japan and we were like, we'll just sleep on the beach tonight. We have our hammocks. We'll sleep on the beach. Well, we could hear the ocean, but we could not find the ocean because yeah. it was like thick bamboo. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know what kind of bugs Japan has, but I'm not about to find <laughs> out tonight. So I just kept walking. And eventually we walked like four miles and I was like, I'm done walking. I need to sleep. It's 3 a.m. So we just laid on a con in concrete and slept there. And it was so safe. Like you could just sleep wherever yeah. like you're there's it's safe. And like we woke up in the morning. And like once the light was there, you could like see the beach clear through it. And we were like, no, but I was like, I'm not about to go stand with my yeah. flashlight and try to go through the woods or forest of yeah. Japan. But I love Japan. Um, I would really like to get back there. I'd love to see Thailand or New Zealand, Australia. Those are really yeah. on my list, too. So. Yeah, like, no. mm -hmm. When you're in Spain, did you ever spend um, you had to spend time in Madrid, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, so did you ever go to Tacos El Pastor? Mm -mm. it's a mexican place out there or i don't know you can call it spanish <laughs> they got quesadillas and tacos there best best place I've ever been. okay so what is it again it's like it's the called place tacos, is called? El, called tacos el pastor every single night there's a line that wrap goes all the way down the street so i'm surprised you had, didn't go there but like supposedly it's like one of the more popular places to go um like their tacos and quesadillas are like two and three dollars a piece oh, like they're yeah. just super inexpensive um, and that was something about Spain. It was so cheap. I did not everywhere. realize because um, I studied abroad in Valladolid, which is an hour and a half north of Madrid. Okay. Um, so that's where I lived. But yeah, a glass of wine was one euro, 1. 1.5 euros, which yeah. translates to $2. Oh my gosh. It was so cheap in Spain. Yeah. So cheap. And everything is so late. I mean, you mm -hmm. said 5 a.m. Like that's yeah. like a normal night for people right. out there. I know. Yeah. I had way too many nights that I saw the sun come up when I was studying yeah. abroad in Spain because, yeah, you don't people go to dinner at 10 p.m. Yeah, it's wild. So I'm, I'm not fit for, for that. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so are you? A, oh, I guess this is another question I didn't ask. Sunrise or sunset? It's really tough because they're both special. They're both unique every single day. That's like my favorite part about both of them but i would probably have to say sunset because like typically i'm more inclined to like potentially stay out and see the stars afterwards mm. um and so like just being able to you know experience one beauty and in, into the next i think that's why i'd probably pick sunset do you miss seeing the stars living in the cities uh yeah but i feel like we get i, th I feel like we get out enough like, it seems like once a month once every, every other month we're somewhere where you know you can see the milky way mm -hmm. so I, I feel like we get it enough but I wish I wish you could see more. I know. That's what I didn't realize when I moved to the cities that I wouldn't be seeing the stars because yeah. I went up to school at St. Ben's and up there, you know, rural yeah. Minnesota. And uh, um, I remember moving to the cities and I didn't realize I wasn't seeing the stars until I went up to my cabin. And I was like, what the are these the stars? And I realized, oh, my gosh, you haven't seen stars for a long time yeah. now. So. Yeah, they're, they're beautiful. I, I mean, I, I love seeing the stars. I mean, there's actually, uh, I, think, I believe there's a meteor shower going on on Monday or Sunday night this week. Uh, after the Vikings game, if the Vikings win, you might you might see some pictures the next day. I might go try to uh, capture some. Where do you uh, go if you want to take photos of that? Uh, I pro I just go like an hour and a half straight north uh, from from downtown. That's like where there's this uh, application or website you can go to. It's called Dark Sky Finder, and it just shows oh. you the, how much light pollution is in a given area. And so I just try to go where to there's the not light, light yeah. pollution. Okay, cool. So what, like, kind of up by like Alexandra? 
not not that direction like literally straight north of minneapolis so i guess uh like maybe do you know where blaine is like another 45 minutes north of blaine do i know where blaine is jordan <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's 10 minutes that way of course i know where blaine is yeah, so, like, so like up 35w yeah up 35w would be a okay. good example okay yeah i would probably go up 35 like a little bit north of forest lake there's a place like called- mora uh yeah that that's probably a little far but okay. like around that area okay okay in between it. forest lake and mora okay gotcha gotcha well that'll be fun and the vikings will win we're on a yeah. five game winning streak right I now and we get jj hope. back this week i hope he's questionable <sighs> he said he's gonna wait till 100 percent, but their their schedule is cake for the next few weeks okay so i, I hope i hope he comes back too but don't come back and uh, until you're 100 right uh, yeah yeah, if he's listening to this, JJ, don't come back and do 100%. <laughs> did you see that he had a collaboration with Bath & Body Works? No, I did not. What a he, genius. I know. So it was. I was laughing. I was like, oh, of course he would. Um, and then he also does a lot with Sleep Number. So okay. I want to... Did you see my let's make a beanie in one minute for Stefan Diggs video? <laughs> no, I did not. So I want to like meet my heroes and like meet the Naturally. people because I'm like, I have a platform now. Like I might as yeah. well like Stefan Diggs was wearing like a crochet bucket hat. Yeah. And I like the colors were the same colors that Joanne had just sent me. So I was like, I will make a beanie. So I, I like put his photo on there, blah, blah, blah. And so then I had everyone take Stefan Diggs. And then yeah. I was like, tag him in the comments. And this will either be for him or inspired by him. And then I said, it's only cringy if it doesn't work. Well, yeah. it didn't work. Slightly cringe. However, I'm going to do one for Justin Jefferson if he comes back this week. So I'm going to be like crocheting yeah. during the Vikings game. You should do it. But I'm like, how fun would that be? Like, just, I don't know. I think it's fun. I'm going to, I'm going to see. I'm going to start like, I'm also going to do like my female role models too. So it doesn't yeah. seem super thirsty and like just me like, JJ Diggs, notice me. <laughs> but I am going to make one for Justin Jefferson. So. Yeah, that'd be dope. That's on my 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 uh, content list of things I'm going to do. So. But not in pastel colors. Not in pastel colors. <laughs> no, I thought I would give him like Vikings colors. Yeah, so. fair. Yeah. That actually makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have some. I have some yellow upstairs. I don't think I have the purple, but I digress. I'll go get some. Yeah, so. you digress. Like a, you digress I do. A lot. I digress. Oh my gosh, I am just like <laughs> always digressing. <laughs> that is my brain. Like. That's hard. <laughs> well, do you have anything else you want to ask, or any questions, or takeaways, or kind of final notes? Um, are you a mountain or a beach person? I don't know. Really? If I, if I have, I don't know. <laughs> the beach is overwhelming when you have two kids. You have to watch because I'm yeah. like, don't go too deep. Don't eat that. Don't do this. Um, so if I'm with the girls though, I'd probably pick beach because it's a little more relaxing for me. But I have really enjoyed getting into like hiking and walking a lot. Um, in yeah. the past couple years, so I probably, I don't know. I probably would have to say beach, but I want to say mountain. How about yeah. that? I want to say mountain because I would like to get into that. And another thing, um, like I just I want to get the girls out in nature and like have them have the same childhood I have. And yeah. um, part of that is like my mom took us to every national park or every event and all these things we can do. And that's yeah. a lot of why I am who I am because of my mom. Fair. And I want to just give the girls like the same childhood. So I guess we'll say beach, but I would like to be mountain. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, some places you get both. I mean, on the on the West Coast, you know, L.A., I mean, you're really close to both. Mm-hmm. All right, I got one last question. Okay, the last one. Um, if you could give advice to your younger self, younger Mer, we're sitting, like, senior high school, what, what are you saying to her right now? Don't let people get away with treating you badly. Because something that I did up until three weeks ago is justify people's actions or, like, make excuses for them before they even give the effort or like care to yeah. do it so 
I think for a really long time. And I think also it plays into like, I look at the positive things, but don't let them get away with it. And, you know, like I probably would have said, like, stand your ground. I think if I would have pressed charges against you guys, I think that it would have been like, fuck around and find out. There you go. Like, don't mess with me. And I wish I had that energy, but not like full because I also care about people. And like, yeah, it would have like hurt some people then, but like I was hurt. And so I wish I wish you would have just uh, don't let people treat you badly because the longer you let it happen over and over. And I think about that a lot. Like, why do I end up with people who hurt me so badly? Not even why do I let people treat me so badly? And I'm not trying to blame you for this at all. Or why do you let people keep you like hidden away? Like, I look at back on like so many like periods of my life. And I was like, well, I was kind of dating that person for nine months, but they never actually asked me. And I would say, don't let anyone make you feel like you're someone worth hiding because you're not. And don't let don't don't let them get away with treating you the way you were. And so that's something I'll tell like the girls when they get older and like start dating. They can take you on dates and be with you publicly or they're not with you at all. Because yeah. I think that if I would have been like a little bit more like set my standards and be like, you can pursue me, you can be Travis by Travis Kelsey. I think that I might have not gotten into some of the situationships I did later on in life. But you live and you learn, and that's what I learned. Uh, it brings up a follow-up question. What is a balance in raising a, uh, raising kids as a parent of, like, how much do you, like, limit them or try to protect them versus, like, knowing that there are many lessons that you learn from going through those things? Like, what is, what is a balance? Is it? I think it's transparency. Yeah. I think there is nothing in my life I am ashamed of, and hence why I'm doing a podcast talking about my freaking dating life. <laughs> but um, I think the best thing you can do as a parent or like as even a, a role model or a figure for the next generation is let them know that you've made mistakes and what you would have done differently. The biggest thing I can do is like talk with my kids, showing them I'm a human too. Like I am not yeah. perfect. And I'm not saying like my parents like pretend like they it's not that's not what I'm like comparing it to. But I'm saying I think the best way we can teach the next generation or like even just teach my children is to let them know I've done this wrong, but this is what I've learned from it. Don't make my mistakes. Don't get your heart broken. Don't let them treat you this way. Work hard. Don't, don't burn bridges. (laughs) No confession sessions, but, (laughs) but I think, I think that's a good way. And I know it can get like a little sad looking at the future, especially like kids with technology and where our world's going and like the world itself and all this. But I think I can raise some pretty good kids that can try to combat that and be actively working for something better and not just like passively sitting by. That's fair. Again, thank you so much for coming here today. I I had a fun time talking to you and I, again, I just hope everything's going well for you in life. And um, I'm really proud of the person you are. And again, I look back and I don't think of all the bad things. I think of a lot of good things. And there were a lot of moments that you were there for me. So I do really appreciate that. And even if you had no idea what was going on, you were kind of a light for me for a few years there um, to get out of a pretty bad place. So I'm really appreciative of you. And I'm glad you moved back to Minneapolis because I felt safer having you 10 minutes down the road, even though you probably didn't know I was in Minneapolis. But no, no idea. I was. But I would have came. You're you're right about that. When you said, I, I feel like if I called him and like, you needed something like, I would have like I I care about people, yeah. Um, especially especially the safety of people, yeah. Uh, when they feel unsafe, so I would have came. I know you would have. So, well, thank you again for being here. For sure. Do you want me to give you a shout out for your uh, TikTok? Go follow him on TikTok, vibing no, with Jordan. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> it. It's not it's not a most crowd pleasing TikTok. There's a lot of, a lot of headbanging. If you want to, what do you say? Go break your neck yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that the right lingo? Did yeah, I say is, it? Well, is, yeah, you, you can break your neck with me if you want. <laughs> well, thank you, Jordan, for being here. Find me on any social media as Crafty Mama Murr and follow along for more parts.
Bye. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. That was so much fun. Mama, mama. Mama.